0: What's up everybody and welcome back to another episode of ot takes overtime takes whatever you want to call it first episode here in the last couple weeks i moved to school i've been kind of getting settled and things like that i know zg's been busy as well so yeah we're we're finally back and by we i just mean me no zg today today i've got a very special guest he's a, a good friend of mine from school name is Donovan Lee from the Leeway Podcast. I'm going to give him a few seconds here before we get started to kind of tell y'all what his podcast is about.
1: What's up, everybody? It is a pleasure to be on the world's greatest podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, (laughs) Me and Jonathan go back a little bit. We've had some classes together, and I think uh, outside of class, we've become even better friends and colleagues. Uh, I think we're going to take this sports world thing by storm, and y'all stay tuned. Um, Leeway is a podcast where we cover not only just sports, But we cover uh, social issues. We don't go, like, off the deep end, but we definitely touch the surface on those things because they need to be addressed. Um, I leave a lot of variety in my show. So if you all ever want to listen to it, it's on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, and any other streaming platforms that are, like, major ones, I think besides iHeartRadio. So, yeah, check it out.
0: Sweet dude. Yeah, you should definitely go and check him out. He's a great dude. Like you said, You know, we've become pretty good friends over the past few years working together on our school paper and things like that. So that being said, let's get into the NBA bubble. So just kind of give me like your playoff overview. We're going to go series by series. So let's start with the Bucks out in the East Bucks magic. I know you said you haven't been able to watch a lot cause they've been playing at one o'clock in the afternoon yeah. when, when we have class, <laughs> but just kind of from what you've heard and like the box scores that you've seen, kind of give me a, a rundown on what all your thoughts are on that series.
1: So game one was a shocker to me. Let's, let's go ahead and, and, and get that one out the way now. Game definitely. one was definitely not expected. I didn't expect the magic to even get any, to be honest with you. I thought it was going to be a sweep.
0: Oh, I, I think that's kind of what everybody was thinking going in. And then you know you got the people who are like, well, people clearly don't remember last year when the Magic beat the Raptors in mm-hmm. Game One and yeah, yeah. But like, come on now, like it's the Magic. Don't expect us to to remember that. Yeah,
1: not at all, not at all. The, the Magic haven't had a great season since '09, and even then, it was the Magic versus Kobe. So yeah, yeah. And I think that did they get swept that year too? They got swept I'm in the finals. I'm not sure.
0: Didn't they? I I know I know it was quick. I think it may have gone five, but I don't, yeah. honestly I don't remember to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, so
1: so yeah, the Magic aren't aren't a team to. In my opinion, I don't think they're a team to be worried about. Oh, they're not. One game is like a, yay, hooray, we actually – we gave them a run for their money, but this is the Bucks we're talking about. And I don't think they're having any signs of slowing down real soon. And looking at the bracket, I don't think they have, like, a hard path to, to pave looking at, at where things are going right now. Now, maybe when they get to the conference finals, that may be their biggest task up to date. But other than that, I don't see the Magic going past five games.
0: Yeah, I, I'm, I agree with you on that. It's just, you know, like when I watched game one, so I was able to watch most, most of that game, mm-hmm. the Bucks' defense just didn't, didn't look great. You know, I mean, the Magic had 95 at the end of the third quarter, which the Bucks have st- statistically the best defense in the league. Giannis is going to win the not only the MVP probably. But, but defensive player of the year too. E- exactly. And, you know, watching game two yesterday, the little bit I got to watch, the defense was so much better, you could tell. There was a real sense of urgency that the Bucks had, and it was so obvious just kind of watching them play.
1: I think it was a reality check because when you when you lose a game that you don't expect to lose, it's kind of like, whoa, wait a minute. Okay, we need to regroup it and, and get back on the same mindset here. Let's get in sync. And, and that second game is a statement game. Like, okay, we let you get the first one just because. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> not going to happen.
0: Exactly. Yeah, I t- totally agree with you. Let's – Move over to the uh, to the to the number two seed out east, right. the Raptors in the Nets. Mm. So for me, i am be honest. I've watched maybe fifteen minutes worth of play in this series. Raptors are way better than the Nets. Definitely. So I haven't seen much of it, but from what I have seen, Kyle Lowry's Kyle Lowry just kind of being a exactly.
1: past. That's a Villanova legend right there.
0: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and Marcus all looks weird because he's a lot skinnier. <laughs> And then... It's
1: that quarantine weight loss.
0: It is, man. And Siakams looked really good. He's, he's improved so much. Oh yeah, oh
1: so, yeah. He's the, he's. I think he's in the running for most improved player too. He
0: is. He'd be the first player ever to win it twice because wow. he won it. He won it last year as well.
1: Constant level up, right there. I like that. Yeah, I mean, um,
0: yeah. So also, just kind of give me your thoughts.
1: Also with the Raptors, I see um, a lot of guys stepping up outside of that because you think about the last two seasons they've had. They've lost their like what people have deemed as their star player. You had DeMar for like five or six seasons. You make a good playoff run, and then you drop him. Then you get Kawhi, they, win they a title. For Kawhi, though,
0: I was going to say. Yeah, like, it yeah. wasn't like they downgraded. Yeah, they, they <laughs> upgraded. Don't
1: get me wrong, but, but it was one of those situations where I was like, if I'm DeMar and I leave and you win a title right after I leave, I'm kind of hurt because I'm like, why give me up? I could have, I could have. Made it a little more like interesting in the sense, so I feel like DeMar missed out on a ring that he may have deserved, but that's besides the point. Back to the upgrade, so you get Kawhi, and you pick up a couple guys. Van Vliet came from the G League,
0: dude. He's good. He's played oh, yeah. really well in this net series. Oh
1: yeah, and and I didn't know until I did some research on his stats. He came from Wichita State.
0: Yep, he did. And he
1: was on that Shockers team that that made that that glory run. So Van Vleet is, is certified. I call him the uh, the great value Drake. <laughs> the great value Drake. Yeah, he's he's a bucket getter, and he's he's definitely level up in the playoffs too. He's got to step up. Um, Kyle is a great facilitator. So Kyle's like you said, Kyle's gonna do what Kyle's gonna do. But I think it's really up to to Mark and uh, Spicy P in the paint because yeah. if, if they don't if they don't grab boards and and hold it down down there, because I don't see the Nets. This is not the Nets team I wanted to see.
0: I know man. It's so disappointing like. But then again like we knew we weren't going to have uh Durant this year yeah. c- because of, you know, his his torn Achilles in the finals. Mm-hmm. And you know, I was at least hoping to see DeAndre Jordan and, and Kyrie in the exactly. playoffs. Exactly. But, you know, and Kyrie got hurt. I'm assuming DeAndre Jordan's hurt. I honestly haven't heard much on him this year. I so. haven't
1: either. I haven't either. I don't know if he's going to be like a I'm pretty sure he'll be back in free agency at the end of the season. But um also, Jamal, we haven't seen a lot of Jay Crossover.
0: We haven't. I'm really kind of disappointed because he was like – I feel like he's the draw for the Nets right now because yeah. people want to see how he plays. But obviously, like, it's the playoffs. It's about winning. Jamal Crossover is 40 years old, sadly. You don't, really you, don't think,
1: you don't think he's, like, a, a key ingredient, though, to, to I think victory? he should
0: be. Like, I mean, he can still score. He can't defend. That would be my bet. <laughs> no, he he's probably not can't locked down. defend right he's now. He's not locked down, no. So, but yeah, I, I think he could definitely – you know, provide some value minutes for them. And, look, you're, you're down 2-0. You haven't really been close in either game you've played. It's like what's what's the hurt in throwing Jamal Jamal Crawford in there?
1: If I'm the coach of the Nets, I'm pulling from the end of the bench. It's some guys that may not have seen the court all season. You're going to see the court now.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, you got to try and find something. But, uh, look, they're just out. They're outmanned. They're outmatched. So, it's it's tough for them. Yeah, I, mean, I think a lot of people were expecting a sweep.
1: Yeah, that's that's what I'm that's what I'm eyeing right now. Initially, it was like, okay, if we get a J crossover, they may go four-one. I don't see them winning the series at all. Don't let's let's <laughs> lay that one out now. I don't see them winning the series at all. But it's a matter of how many games can they win? But I yeah. don't think I don't think with the way they're playing now and who's out on the court, they're gonna get any games out of this one.
0: I agree. I agree. So let's move to the three-six matchup out east: the Celtics and the 76ers. Mm. So I hate that Ben Simmons got hurt. And yeah. that he's not really able to play.
1: He's a commodity, and they they lost that one.
0: Yeah. and But then again, like I love the Celtics. I've had them as a dark horse to win the NBA Finals before really? Before Gordon Hayward got hurt. Now that he's hurt, uh, I, I don't think they've really got too, too much of a shot. Just because I think one of the things about the Celtics is that they were just really balanced. You know, they had four guys who were capable of going out and getting you 20 points mm-hmm. on, like, any given night, right? Yeah. And so that's really kind of what I liked about him. And obviously, you know, you got Jason Tatum, who's just an absolute bucket getter, top eight player in the NBA probably.
1: Certified bucket. Certified. Since high school.
0: Yeah. Chaminade. And, you know, Jalen Brown's really come along. Kimball Walker was a great pickup for them. So I really like the Celtics. I just think that, you know, their, their strength was in their balance. And now that Gordon Hayward's gone, I don't like them as much. I do like them to beat the 76ers. Yeah. They won't sweep them. I, I know they're up 2-0 right now, but I'm expecting, you know, five games, may maybe six, but I'm probably sitting on five.
1: So what 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 are you eyeing out of? What do you need to expect out of Joel and B for them to to take it to six? Because it can yeah. go to five, but oh yeah, but six what, what? for
0: them. I think for them to get to six, I don't think it's as much about Joel and Bead. We're gonna talk about this guy a little bit more later, but Tobias Harris, I yeah. think he really, he really needs to step up, especially since. Ben Simmons is no longer there, yeah. So I think that look like Joel Embiid's gonna have a game where he gets like 40. Well, he he goes for like 40 and 15. Oh yeah. And and they win a game just because he goes and gets 40. So I really think that for them to to force a six game though, it's gonna be Tobias Harris has a game where he gets like 30. You know, and and B does his thing and also has like 30. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really what it's gonna take for them to go to six.
1: Um, I'm going to give a, a quick shout out to, to this guy, even though he's, he's not, I feel like he was dealt a bad hand in the situation he's in just because it's like, you have to guard the Celtics, arguably greatest player right now. And that's uh Matisse Thibble. Okay. The rookie out of, out of yeah. Washington. So, so, you know, he's going crazy on social media with the, with the YouTube vlogs and the bubble and everything. He, he's gotten kind of famous off of that. But, um, I think because he's a rookie, it's, it's. It's hard to guard a guy who's like a three, four year vet that plays like a ten year vet. Yeah, Jason Tatum is not like your average three year player. So for you to put a rookie on on a guy like that who's an elite scorer, like he's gonna get a bucket regardless. I think that's that's a they may need to switch off off of Matisse.
0: Yeah, that may I just don't know who else they put on him though. You know, that's
1: the problem. And and like you were saying, yeah, the Celtics are imbalanced, but their imbalance still outweighs. The Sixers roster right now, so even even on a bad day, they can still pull out a win off of what they what they have.
0: Agreed. Yeah, I I, I totally agree with that. You, you got any other thoughts on on that series before we move um, to the the Heat and the Pacers?
1: I say Celtics in six. I give Celtics in six.
0: Yeah, I, I like them in five. And I think they're just they're really good. Um their head coach Brad Stevens is awesome as well. Oh yeah, and that's one of the things that I think really kind of shows up more in the playoffs rather than the regular season is coaching. Yes, definitely. so yeah, watch. Uh, I like the Celtics, and then I've yeah. been
1: a, I've been a Brad Stevens fan since him and Gordon were at Butler. So so yeah, I, I support the movement. I support <laughs> the movement.
0: So last series out East before we move West, it's the four five matchup: the Heat and the Pacers. Ooh. So. Your thoughts, man. Like, what? How much of the, how much of the series have you seen? What are your impressions? What have your impressions been so far?
1: They treated this this matchup like a like a a, a big fight, like a promo fight, <laughs> as in like Jimmy versus TJ. Yeah. But TJ hasn't been holding up his end of the of the bargain. Don't get me wrong; he had his games where he was hot, but I knew when I when I when I saw it happen, I was like, this is not gonna fly through the whole playoffs. He's not gonna hold that end of the bargain up. So Jimmy may have his number in this one, and I don't. I don't think that the Pacers, unless Oladipo just goes like into another dimension, <laughs> <laughs> they they don't have this one locked in. The Heat the Heat will definitely take this this round from them.
0: Yeah, I agree. I've seen quite a bit of the series actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, and yeah, T.J. Warren just can't score on Jimmy Butler. No, he, even he though can't. I mean he had he had 22 in game one. But you know, game two he only had twelve. The Pacers just didn't shoot very well in game two. Like I think, I think they're, I think TJ Warren was was their leading scorer with like twelve. Yeah. And then I know Brogdon had twelve. O- Oladipo may have had like fourteen in game two. I don't remember. But it's just they're they're just missing that that piece, right? Like they they don't have a they don't have a guy where they can be like go get me a bucket. Whereas like the Miami Heat have Jimmy Butler who can go get him a bucket whenever he wants.
1: Oladipo was supposed to be that guy.
0: Yeah, but he's just he's, and not. he's not.
1: I don't think he's even like a hundred percent right now.
0: I don't think he is either. I think he he may have rushed back a little bit so that he could play because mm-hmm. he's coming off the the quad injury. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, but I'm I'm with you on that. And what's so, what's
1: your what's your uh, game count on that
0: one? Man, the Heat look really good, and the Pacers just look outmatched. Just because the Heat defensively have been really good in the series. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna say that the uh, the Heat sweep. The Pacers. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of that's kind of gutsy. So
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go big or go home, right?
0: Exactly, exactly. So what about you? What, what are you thinking?
1: Um, I think that that Jimmy's experience outweighs the rest of the Pacers, and he has some some quality young guys are, are coming off the roster for him, like Tyler Hero and Bam. Bam is coming into his element. Bam's now. played really well. He's coming into his element now. So I I think I don't know about sweep. So I'll say four one, Miami.
0: Okay, that's fair. I don't know. I just, I just don't have any faith in the Pacers. <laughs> I have none. <laughs> I, understand. I have none. I understand. <laughs> so with that, let's move out west. Let's go. I was gonna start with Lakers Blazers. No, no, that's that's but the that's, big that's, ticket.
1: That's, that's the big one. That's the
0: big ticket. So we gotta wait, right? And then so we'll work backwards out west. Bet. So we'll look at the four five and then the three six two seven one eight. Okay. So I got to find it on my sheet. Give me a sec. Okay, <laughs> four five. Uh, Rockets Thunder. How much of this series have you seen? Kind of give me your thoughts.
1: Um. So with this series, I'm not a. a... Let me explain my James Harden perspective here. So. Everybody knows James Harden's game by now. Everybody knows, you know, oh, he's a scorer. He's an elite scorer. He gets buckets. He's annoying. He is annoying. <laughs> and as much as I don't like his style of play, you have to respect his style of play. It's effective. It's efficient. It works. That doesn't mean I, I'm I'm all for it because I just don't like it. But the Rockets are not a team that I'm like, oh, I can sit here and watch every game they play. I'm a Russell Westbrook fan. Don't get that one out of because I'm a I was originally a Thunder fan. We're in a reconstruction phase right now with you what are. we have going on, but I'm still a Thunder fan. So with this one, it's a it's a CP three versus Harden and when rest when he comes back, when Russell comes back, which we don't even know when that'll be. It may not even be this series. We don't know yet. But um I've seen some clips from this one. I haven't seen a whole game. Um the Rockets came into the season with some issues because You gave up Capella. That's your big man. Uh, I think they gave up Nene too, didn't they?
0: I think that, yeah, they did. Looking at their bench, the only big guy I've seen is Tyson Chandler, and he's older. I haven't even seen him touch the floor. Yeah. They have really gone all in on this. We're just going to shoot 100 threes a game, and if we make (laughs) them, we're going to beat you, and if we don't, then you'll win.
1: They're taking a blueprint from another West Coast team who's not in the bubble and it's not it doesn't work the same because you don't have the same pieces.
0: Well, it's like it's not even the same style of basketball, man. Like No, it's not. It's not. So, I'm sorry if I, I interrupted you. No, you're good. But you're good. So, I think that in terms of like the rest that we've had from the regular season to the bubble, it has really helped the Rockets more than anybody else, right? Yeah. Cuz if you when you watch teams like Golden State, when you watch Dallas play, and really just anybody, a lot of a lot of these teams ha- play with some sort of ball movement, right? Yep. Whereas the Rockets, it's we're going to give James Harden the ball at the top of the key. He's either going to shoot a three or he's going to drive and kick, right? And yep. that just, over the course of, you know, 70 games or however many they ended up playing, that put that puts a lot of wear and tear on your body. And having, you know, the three months off was yeah. great for Harden. And I think that it's really going to help them. I think the rest helps them more than anybody else just because of the way that they play.
1: Okay, I feel that because they're playing small man ball right now with, with- – P.J. Tucker listed as a four, but he's playing like – The five? The five. <laughs> and and when you see the rest of the of the big man roster in the league, and then you see P.J. Tucker and it's like, hey, this doesn't match up. So they're trying to do a drive and kick kind of swing ball thing, but at the same time it's like, yeah, P.J. is a shooter, but who else do you have that's reliable?
0: Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, th- they can all shoot, and that's I think that's what makes them so hard to defend. Yeah. And I think that talking about OKC, I'm look. I know that guys get accused of being like biased in like the podcast slash radio kind of thing.
1: Yeah, we we get a lot of that hatred. And so I'm I'm just I'm (laughs) just gonna say it.
0: I want the Rockets to lose every game they play.
1: Wow, don't like
0: the Rockets. Not not a James Harden guy. Just because of the way he plays, it's just it's annoying. I think it's borderline cheap. Like it it is. I totally I. I, I At the same time, though, I respect the I'm going to exploit the rule thing, right? Yep. So, like at the same time, I kind of respect it. I'm not a Russell Westbrook guy either. like He's a great player. He's a lot of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. I just don't think he's as good as other people have said.
1: And he's not. And at the end of the day, even though I'm a fan of him, I, I do have to realize that Westbrook is not he's, – he's an elite player, but he's not caliber of the Durants.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with that. And – I think that I'm worried for the Rockets for when Russell Westbrook comes back cuz they're shooting the ball really well right now mm-hmm. and that's cuz Russell Westbrook isn't shooting. <laughs> exactly. You know? And so I'm kind of worried about that but talking about OKC, man, I really wanted OKC to win. I love Chris Paul. I have Chris Paul I always fan too. always loved Chris Paul ever since he was with, you know, the the, the New Hornets. Orleans Hornets. Yeah,
1: when they were still the Hornets, yeah.
0: And when the Rockets traded him, t- understood it, totally got it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's had a great year this year. Uh, Billy Donovan for for Coach of the Year, if you've been oh, listening yeah. to the podcast.
1: Billy Donovan is a hoop Hall of Famer already. Yes, he
0: is. And so, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know, I've been saying that for a few weeks. <laughs> and I, I really like this Thunder team. Uh, Shea Gilgis, Alexander's really come along, and I think that's because yes. they got Chris Paul. Yes. And, yeah, so I just – I really want the Thunder to win. I just – but the way that the Rockets are shooting right now, they're just hot, and that's that's why they're losing. But I will say, I think the series goes at least six games. I, I think the Rockets end up winning it. Yeah, because the Rockets will have two games where they just don't shoot well.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. That that's expected from them. They're they're it's either gonna go into James Harden. It's like okay, nobody else is is getting buckets, so I'll take it into my own hands, and that's when they kind of start losing. Sometimes it's a hit or miss for him. Either he's going to go ISO and just go crazy that game, or he's going to go ISO and it's going to be like, okay, now he's getting triple teamed and he doesn't want to kick it because he knows that nobody's reliable right now. So he just kind of takes the L for the team. But at the same time, I like I like the development that OKC has going on. I want to see more out of Steven Adams. You're the big man for a reason, and you're not really living up to expectations. He's not consistent. That's what That's what I'll say. He's not consistent. That's so fair. Yeah. I, in order in order for the Thunder to get two games out of this series, Stephen Adams has to put up like 20 and 12.
0: I don't think he can get 20 points, but I I do see the, the rebounding thing. He's he's a topic for later cuz yeah. he's he's a, he's on my. We're going to run through X factors for each team later, just oh, kind of yeah. for the whole playoff thing, and I'll spoiler alert, he is my my X factor <laughs> especially like in this series. So we'll, we'll stay we'll tuned definitely later cover for an explanation more. on that. Definitely, one. like we'll definitely cover more of him as the pod pod progresses. Yeah. So next we got this has been maybe my favorite series to watch, the Nuggets and the Jazz or the. I
1: feel like it's an yeah. even matchup. It so is. It's a back and forth type of deal.
0: Yeah. So game one was awesome. <sighs> Jamal Murray. Crazy. So Donovan Mitchell drops fifty seven. Jamal Murray gets thirty six, but. About two minutes left in the fourth quarter, it was just Murray and Mitchell going at each other. And it back was and so forth. much fun to watch.
1: Back and forth. That has to be. I think that's arguably the best game of the bubble.
0: That or, yeah, that or game one of the Lakers-Blazers. I think that, yeah. that that one was good. Game two of the Clippers-Mavs was really good as well. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. Just uh, over time, they went back and forth. It was great. <sighs> Crazy. So kind of give me your your rundown on the Jazz and the the, the Nuggets.
1: Uh being being that, that there are not too many uh greats out there with, with the name Donovan, you know, that's a that's a unique name and, and only certain people can can take that name and live up to to the hype. Um I wanted to see that sixty three out of him. Honestly. I didn't. I did. I, I did. Love I wanted Jordan. to I wanted to see him go go, go monster in the in the overtime and, and just crush MJ's record. But we didn't see that. But he still played excellent. Excellent. Even with the pieces he has, like he didn't have to put up fifty seven, but at the same time, it was like, okay, people are are counting on me, and I know my guys are 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 not the best, but they're role players. Yeah. So when when it got to that point where they was like, okay, Donovan's Donovan's getting buckets, we all need to play our part. But Jamal Murray and Slim Joker, <laughs> Slim Joker, uh, Nikola Jokic, uh, they were just too much for him in the end. When you when you have a, a a great point guard who just shines in times like that, and we don't see that often out of Jamal Murray, we don't we don't see that too often. And and usually it's like okay, the ball goes through Jokic, yeah, and whoever Jokic feels like is hot at that moment, that's who the ball is going to kick out to if if need be. But for Jamal to step up in that game and prove to everybody like, hey, Joker is not the only one on on this this squad that that can do it. Everybody, everybody plays their part, but but there are times when others have to step up. So I give Jamal Murray his his credit in that one. He did a great job stepping up in that game. Yeah, I've, um, Gobert hasn't really been a standout to me in this. He played
0: really good in game two. In in game one, he definitely struggled, but game two, I, I think he he played a lot better.
1: Okay. Um, I would, I would crack a joke on the, you know, the issues at hand because I said initially, like, the bubble wouldn't even be existing if it wasn't for Rudy Gobert. (laughs) But at the same time, it's like, well, you, you can't really, you don't know how to expect health issues like that. So you just have to take them and, and keep moving. But, um, my out, outtake for the, not outtake, but my expectations for the, uh, jazz nuggets is, hmm this one's tough it is tough because you have to consider all the factors in play here you have gobert who's a all team like first defense team yeah and then you have jokic who may be a top 10 scorer in the league right now maybe
0: maybe i don't think he's a top 10 scorer i definitely think he's a top 10 player maybe
1: okay i'll give you that one he's definitely a top 10 player but if, if I had to go down to the wire, I feel like this is the one I want to see go seven games.
0: Yeah, I think this one will go seven, especially since the Jazz get Mike Conley back today, actually. Ooh. So I think that's going to throw a whole new wrinkle into the series. It's going to take some of the weight off of Donovan Mitchell's shoulders.
1: Yeah. And congrats to Mike Conley on, on the, the newborn. That's that's the reason why he wasn't playing, is because he went to go take some family issues, take care of that one, and, and bring a new child into the world. So yeah, that's important. So Mike Conley. That's important. And he was like, well, like that same night he flew back into the bubble and was like, okay, I'm ready.
0: That's good. I'm so ready. I I got to talk a little bit more about Jamal Murray. Cause okay, that's, go for it. Because that's my guy. <laughs> go I love it. Jamal Murray. I think he does a really – he's a great too, right? Especially yeah. as a guard, knowing that, like, you know, Jokic is the one and the offense does run through him. Yeah. He does a great – job of picking his spots of when to be like, okay, I'm going to score now. Yeah, I think he does a really good job of that. And he fills in the gaps. He does. And, cause you know, like, it's 100% a shooter's league. It's more of a guard league than it is a big man league right now. Definitely. And so you have to have that scoring guard, and that's exactly what Jamal Murray is. And that was on full display in game one. I don't, I don't remember how he played in game two, but they got they they got beat pretty pretty bad. So I'm assuming he didn't play very well. Oh
1: yeah, it it, it got to a point where it got to a point where both Jamal and Jokic were like, okay, we'll we'll sit this one out. Yeah, so we'll this one out.
0: Yeah, Jamal Murray's. I I'm, we're gonna see more of that from him. I think throughout the playoffs, because I do think the Nuggets win this series. I think they're gonna win it in six mm-hmm. or seven games.
1: Okay, I like that one. I like so, that take. Yeah, I like that take. Um, just because I'm a Mitchell fan, I'm gonna say Jazz in seven. But it's going
0: it's to be, be 7. This, feel, this feels more like a 4-5 series. Ooh, feels, I like that. This, this is more of a 4-5 series than, like the, than the Rockets and the Thunder.
1: It's like the equivalent to a 5-12 game in March Madness.
0: Yeah, ma- yeah. Because the,
1: the 5-12 is usually that, that, that game that people are like, this is upset alert.
0: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, this I totally agree. Alert.
1: So I, I like the way this, this round is going for the Jazz and the Nuggets. But I see it going 7, and I, I want the Jazz to win.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm pulling for the Nuggets. I love l- love Jokic. Jamal Murray's really grown on me. So I'm I'm definitely even though like I do like the jazz. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell's a great young player. Definitely. Mike Conley can play. And, you know, Gobert's a great great defender, but mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I do like the Nuggets.
1: Okay. they uh, their before, future's so bright. Before we get to the next one, how do you feel about the the slim Jokic take? How do you, how do you I think he's it?
0: really I good. I um I don't. You don't see too too much of a difference offensively, but I do think defensively he's a little bit quicker. Having that was lost my thing the weight,
1: he, he's more agile now. Yeah,
0: he is, which is great because especially in today's NBA when you've got these stretch fours and stretch fives out yeah. there playing on the on the perimeter, I think it's I think it's good for him.
1: Yeah. Okay. I like that one.
0: So, all right, let's move to the Clippers and the Mavericks. So I am, if you've been listening to the pod, I I'm a Mavericks fan. <laughs> he is. And he is. So this series. Is it's been so much fun to watch. It means more to him, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> it does, and so I'm I'm gonna go first on this one. Just go for I'm, it. I'm, go
1: for I'm gonna let you have it. <laughs> so
0: also, if you've been listening, the Clippers are my pick to win. You know the the whole thing. I really like the That's Clippers. Yeah, and <laughs> and you know Luca has he's really impressed me. Mm-hmm. 70 points in his first two games Crazy. would have would have broken Elgin Elgin Baylor's record if he hadn't gotten in, if he hadn't gotten in foul trouble in game two. Oh yeah, but I think that the thing for me that has really stuck out, especially in game two, the game that they won. So Luca is in foul trouble, and then the Mavericks bench played really well, especially Trey Burke. That's my guy right Ex- there. I'm, extend, gonna let, I'm
1: gonna let you go for it, but, but extend him. Like After this, sign I gotta talk sign about him Trey. to, like,
0: a two-year deal at a minimum. He needs an extension. He does. Like He's he's re- he's great. He can get his own shot. So, Trey Burke has really impressed me for the Mavericks. Yeah. Kristaps Porzingis has played really well. I know he, he got ejected in game one. Shouldn't have been. Soft call. Soft very, call. And something that I've noticed is I feel like this playoffs is being – the whistle has been a lot tighter than in, like, yes. previous playoffs. I think that's because there are no fans, right, and you're not feeding off that energy. Uh-huh. So I feel like, like they're, they're calling travels. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's like crazy. weird. It's, like it's crazy. crazy. And so, but, you know, the Mavericks look really good. They're young. They, they're they not going to win this series as badly as I want them to. I like, ah. I like the Clippers in six. And, and man, the Clippers, they're good, man. Like, they are. Definitely. I, like they, defensively, they have in play. Defensively they're really good. I think we're going to talk we're talking about this a little. Actually, I'm going to wait. I'm I'm going to save that.
1: All right, put it and in your pocket Yeah, Yeah,
0: because we're we're <laughs> we're going to talk about it later and I think when I say what I'm going to say it's going to be a little surprising. Okay. But I'm
1: excited to hear it now. Ka- I, I Kawhi, Leonard.
0: <laughs> Kawhi Leonard's been really good. Um, Paul George didn't play as well in game two. He, he got in foul trouble early, just never really found a rhythm.
1: PG is kind of a streaky player sometimes. He
0: can be, but I think it, it was just hard for him to find a rhythm because, like, he, foul trouble, right? Like, he yeah. just didn't play. I think he played, like, six minutes in the first half, and it's just hard to find a rhythm when you're used to playing 15 mm-hmm. minutes and you only end up playing, like, six so I think that's kind of the thing with with him. Mm-hmm. You can tell um, Montrezl Harrell is slowly kind of trying to find his way back, just trying to find that rhythm. Yeah, yeah. Lou Will just never Magic never City. ceases to impress <laughs> me, man. Like Magic he's City. he's so good, and I love watching Lou Will. I think he's he's one of the best scorers we have in the NBA. We just don't talk about him because he he comes off the bench. Yeah, and but he
1: but he plays six man of the, uh, six man of the year great. Yeah, like he he's definitely a, a six man of the year every year.
0: Oh, without a doubt. So every year that's. My little spill, you you got it now
1: um, so, so shout out to Trey Burke I've been watching Trey Burke since he was A, a, a UM player, back when he Went to the national title against Louisville, and, and even though they lost I still was like, man, this guy here is gonna He's gonna go to the league and he's gonna be a Quality player, and he hasn't proven me Wrong yet, Trey Burke Even though he's been kind of a, a team hopper He's become a package player, but at the same time When he gets to teams, he works himself Into the system, and he understands Like, this is what I do and when it's time for me to do it, I'm gonna do it the way it's supposed to be done. So I give Trey Burke his credit. I'm I've been a Trey Burke fan, and I like how he wears AI's. Yeah, every game he wears a pair of Allen Iverson shoes. The question, so I like that too of how he's how he found his guy. That's like okay, I'm not I'm not against the other guys that are like the Kobe's and the the MJs and all of those, but AI was my guy. So I'm gonna I'm gonna rock his shoe in in homage to him. So I like that from Trey Burke. Um. I didn't know he was coming off the bench, though.
0: Yeah, so they've got Luka playing point guard. So mm. so they're having Trey Burke. He's basically the, the number two point guard.
1: Okay. Well, I like that. I like that. It works for them. It's effective. I don't know if it's going to get them past the Clippers, but for now it's, it's, it is what it is until Trey Burke, you know, has one of those monster games and people are like, okay, we may need to see him in, in a starting rotation. But um, the Clippers – the Clippers are, I wouldn't say controversial team, but they're a team to be talked about.
0: They're so good.
1: They are good. And, and for them to put together the pieces they put together this year and function efficiently says a lot about not only the players, but Doc Rivers.
0: Agreed, yeah. Doc
1: Rivers has always been a, a quality coach. And for, for them, to, the, the front office, to put together a squad like that and make the run they're making, PG Kawhi, Pat Bev, Lou Will, Montrezl Harrell, that's a nice roster. It is, yeah. That is a nice roster. You have not only a, a, a good starting rotation, but a bench. Yep. To fill in. Totally when agree. It's, when it's time. So, Clippers Clippers and six. Clippers and yeah. six.
0: Yeah, that's – yeah, it'll go – it has to go at least five. But, yeah, six is is what I'm thinking as well. Yeah. So, all right. Last series, the one that everybody is really looking at.
1: Get your popcorn out. Lakers, Blazers,
0: <laughs> Um I'll let you go first on this one. Kind of give me your your rundown. What what you've kind of seen so far and everything like that.
1: Okay, so this is the most watched series right now in the playoffs in the bubble. Um, I and if you're not watching this series, then you're you're tripping because you need to this, watch this is, this is the one everybody has been talking about. Uh, Damian Lillard fought his way into the playoff bubble. Yes, he did. With C J of course, with C J. Even though C J is the second man up, C J is still to be talked about. In he was he
0: was big in that playing game.
1: Yes, he was, and and shout out to the Grizzlies too because they played a great season. They did, but the Blazers just just outplayed them in that game, and and that's what got them to where they are now. I think um, this is this is scary for the Lakers because. The Lakers are playing lax right now. I don't know why they didn't
0: last night. They ran them last night. They ran them out of that, the that building. That was a
1: statement game. They had to prove to people that we are still here. It
0: was man. They beat them one eleven to eighty eight. Yeah, like they just ran them out of the building.
1: Um, as far as Dame time goes, um, Damian Lillard with the with the squad he has right now. There is a chance that they go seven games, but that's highly unlikely, highly unlikely.
0: Dude, there's people picking the Blazers to win the series, which I, I disagree it's with.
1: It's crazy, but I can see it. Like It's it's one of those that's like, I disagree, but I understand why you say that. Yeah,
0: I, I, I could see it happening, too. And, you know, all my Laker fans who watched the game last night are like, oh, yes, you, you know, this is. This is what it should be like every game.
1: Oh, the last just, two days you've heard, don't count out LeBron. Don't count out LeBron. Yeah. And we get that. But at the same time, it's not just a Braun team thing now. So
0: here's here's what people have to to understand of what happened last night, right? hmm So the Blazers, who are pro- probably the second-best shooting team in the bubble behind yes. the Rockets. Yes. Shot 28% from three. They're not going to do that again. Nope. M- Mello finished with only two points. That won't happen again.
1: Slim Melo. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, McCollum finished with 13. That won't happen again. Lillard finished with 18. That probably won't happen again. He was one of seven from three. Like that.
1: That won't happen again. Right. When you have a hot night, you're bound to have an off night. Yeah. Quickly after.
0: And so, I mean, he's. it's like, hold your horses a little bit, Lakers. <laughs> like y'all are gonna win by 30 every game y'all every every no. game in this series. No. So I just think that just kind of like watch out, you know. I, I think after a game like this, you know, the Blazers are going to come out in game three, really punch, p- punch the Lakers in the mouth, and we'll we'll see what happens. But speaking of things that won't happen again, LeBron finished with 10 points. That, that won't, won't happen, happen again, again either. So, like, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I got to make again. sure, like, I play both sides so that people are like, well, you know, Definitely. LeBron – Speaking of things will happen again. <laughs> K- Contavious Caldwell Pope finished with 16. I don't think that, that happen. won't happen again either. <laughs> and you know, and yeah, so we're we're gonna talk more about that series when we get into our X factors. I'm really gonna break down what the Lakers need to do in order to to win not only this series but every series going forward. Yeah. So I'm be stay stay tuned for that's that. If that's they gonna make be it really past good
1: because, like you said, people still yeah. have them not even and get past the series. Like,
0: look, I like the Lakers in six. Um, but you know, I wouldn't be surprised if it was Blazers in like seven or six. You know,
1: if it goes seven, it's the Blazers. If it goes six, it's the Lakers. Okay, that's fair.
0: I, the only thing I don't like about that is is Game Seven, LeBron is scary. That's the only thing I don't like about but that. But
1: Dame time is still a thing. It's true. It is <laughs> Dame time is still a thing. And if CJ McCollum has a game like he had in the play-in mm-hmm. game, yeah. And he's injured. Let's not let's Bro, let's he's, not forget He's got like that a one. broken
0: bone in his back and he's out here getting buckets.
1: Still. <laughs> Still. And and, and and when you have a kick out to this isn't the same mellow that we're It's used to not.
0: Seeing. It's so different.
1: This is this is like veteran mellow. Like this is
0: This is three and D mellow. Yeah. It's three and below average yeah. D mellow.
1: Yeah, this is this is this is, this is, this is three shots <laughs> to the dome mellow here. So so I like how he how he plays his his corner. Mm-hmm. and waits for them to kick to him cuz he's clutch right now. Yeah,
0: he's he's hit some big shots for them definitely. And it's just so funny because you know we got these mellow fans who are like <laughs> like oh talk about who, oh you you counted mellow out you said he couldn't play anymore. And no, that's not what we said. We said that Carmelo Anthony is not a number one option anymore, right? Not, when he when he bought into his role as a yeah, role player, you know, he's been really good.
1: He has. he has, and and that that was Dame's. I give Dame credit for that because he told their front office, "We need a we need a third guy." Yeah, and, Melo, and thats exactly what he is.
0: Yeah, even though Nurkic has played really well for them as well, he's oh, he's a big part Nurkic, of the, Nurkic the series. Is playing
1: with a heavy heart, right now, yeah, his, too. When you lose your grandma and mm-hmm. still go out and, and ball out like yeah. for the good of the team, that says a lot about yes,
0: you. it does. So yeah, so
1: so my take is 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 Lakers in six, but Blazers. If it goes seven, yeah,
0: I, I agree with that. Actually, no, I don't know, man. I think, I think, <laughs> I think for the Blazers to win, that they got to do it in six because they don't have anybody who can defend LeBron. And Ooh. game, game seven, of LeBron is just different, you know. Yeah, I
1: saw, I saw a backdoor alley yesterday that I was. That was,
0: liking. yeah, was, yeah, Davis to LeBron. That was, it was, <laughs> yeah. it was nice. So oh, that,
1: that's one to watch. That's one to watch.
0: So we're gonna, we're staying basketball. So we're gonna give you all our X factor for each team going Ooh. forward, and so. Where where do you want to start at? East or West?
1: Let's go east since the west is the more watched. Okay. Rounds so we'll
0: right now. we'll start so we'll just go back to where we started at. So we'll start Bucks Magic. So who is your your X factor for the
1: Bucks? X factor for the Bucks. Their rotation right now is 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 okay. Yeah. I mean, of course, you you, Giannis has to do what Giannis does in order for them to win. But I wouldn't think he would be the X factor. Yeah, I agree. I would say, and let me let me find his name so I make sure I get it correctly. Chris Middleton.
0: Yeah. 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 He's, Middleton is their X factor. He's my X factor as well. So I'm not a Chris Middleton guy. I'm not either. I don't. I think he's he's a <laughs> really either. he's a. This may be a little too harsh, but he's a really really good three. I don't think he's a two. You know, mm. like like CJ McCollum's a two because, you know, if you watch the playing game, Damon Lillard didn't really have it going, so we could be like, Here you go, CJ, take the game over and go score. Yep. Chris Middleton can't do that. You know, I think he's he's a really good three, but not very good and a bad two. <laughs> I mean no other way to I like, really say it. I like
1: that it. opinion. I like that opinion. I agree with it actually. Middleton has never been a a, a two player. He's not a shooting guard. Yeah. So so and even as a second man up, I don't think he fills that role. I don't think he does. To the to the best of of his ability. So, so with with that, I would say it's Chris Middleton. But Giannis is still going to have to Oh yeah, like keep if Giannis of, if
0: Giannis doesn't do Giannis then they 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 won't win.
1: No, not at all.
0: So. Not at all.
1: So who's your X factor for the Magic?
0: Uh, I said it doesn't matter. <laughs> 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 I mean, look, like they 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 won the first game. That's cuz Several players from the Magic played really well. Fultz uh-huh. played well. Fournier did not. Um, Vucevic played really well, but look, they're not. They're, they're not. They're not winning another game. It doesn't matter. If in order for them to do that, it's gonna. It's gonna have to be just like Game One, where you know Vucevic goes and gets thirty, and Folts gets fifteen, and
1: Vucevic is who I have as my ex-factor. Yeah,
0: and and Augustine gets fifteen, and they're gonna have to have several guys do that. And I just don't think it. It, it doesn't matter because no, he, yeah. they
1: won't live up to it. They won't live up to it
0: so yeah so who you, you said you've got vucevic as yours
1: yeah but but he won't live up to, to the expectations he won't
0: Okay, why, why do you have him as your as your x factor
1: um he's just the best player they have right now in my opinion yeah he, i agree he, and and with what he's up against you have i feel like the Bucks are a what i would consider a bigger man roster they have a lot of of Bigger guys, and because Giannis is playing stretch, yeah, that changes the whole game for them. Well, I mean, because, he's playing
0: stretch, but he's like six ten.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's what I, that's that's what's crazy to me is 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 he's six ten and he's he's stepping from the three point. He's line. so good, man. He's Euro-stepping from the three point line. That's that's Vucevic can't guard that. Yeah. So so no matter what Vucevic does, the Bucks are gonna agreed. Agreed. The Bucks are gonna. Yeah, they're they're on to the next round so for sure. Let's
0: move to the, the Raptors and the Nets. Um, for me, the Raptors, it's it's Marc Gasol because I think you know Kyle Lowry's going to do what Kyle Lowry, what Kyle Lowry does. Yeah, uh, Pascal Siakam or Dirty P is, is that what you call him?
1: Spicy Spicy P. P. <laughs>
0: Spicy P. P. Spicy P. is going to do his thing. You know, like th- both those guys are going to get you know their they're 20 to 25 points every game. So for me it's it's Mark Gasol cuz I do think he's he's the number 3 option. He also gives them a, a low post presence that I think is important for the way that they like to move the ball. Mm-hmm. And he he can also step out and he he can shoot the 3. So I think he's he's really important for them defensively as well. You know, he's older now, so he's not as good of as good of a defender as he used to be, but he's yeah. still really important for them on the defensive side of the ball.
1: Okay. So for the Raptors, I think Spicy P would be my X factor. Okay. See for me like
0: he, he's their number one option. Yeah. So that's why I didn't really have him. But yeah, like elaborate, like why do you have him as, the so, one, as your X so factor?
1: Van Vliet plays his role very well. Yes, he does. And he's he's like I said earlier, he's stepped up. So I'm i I'm looking for consistency out of him. That that's my expectation for Van Vliet. He knows he has to be consistent. So if he's dropping like fifteen and and five games yeah that's 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 van vliet that's what he's supposed to do or
0: 30 like he did in game one (laughs) Uh, yeah or
1: i mean (laughs) hey go for it go crazy if you're hot you're hot yeah but but spicy p has to have a double double not nightly but at least three games okay that's fair that's at least three games i like
0: that that's that's a really that's a really solid point what about for the the nets
1: so, before I get into my X Factor for the Nets, I just checked their injury report. The reason we haven't seen Jay Crossovers because he's out. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> and, and now that I've seen it, I actually remember he got hurt in his first game in the bubble. Did he really? His debut game. See, look,
0: like, it, it's the Nets without Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. I ain't been watching. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Give me so some I would, slack.
1: I would say my X Factor for the Nets, which it doesn't matter, but uh, Jared Allen.
0: Yeah, that's mine as well.
1: Jared Allen would be the X Factor. He's, really,
0: he's a really solid player. You know, a lot of people probably don't watch the Nets because they mm. haven't been very good in a long time. <laughs> and he, center out of out of the University of Texas, can great great finisher around the rim, protects yep. the rim really well.
1: Has some has some highlight blocks.
0: Yeah, he's he's a really solid player, and I think that for them, like he's got to play really well. I agree. So yeah, all right, enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> now let's we're finally gonna start getting into some halfway interesting series. Um, so we got the Celtics and the Sixers. So who is your your X factor for the Celtics?
1: My X factor for the Celtics. Well, could have been Gordon Hayward, but yep. that's no longer that's a thing. not an option right now. <laughs> that's no longer a thing. Jalen Brown. Yeah, he's my X factor as well. Jalen Brown. Because I
0: think he's definitely the number three. I think you know T- Tatum's the first option. Kimball Walker's the second option, and then third option is Jalen Brown. Which, look, he's he's a really good player. Like he's yes. he's a great defender. I think he's probably their probably their best perimeter defender behind Marcus Smart and when
1: it, when it comes to that I, I do agree now as far as offensively Jalen Brown is not he's not great like he's not he's not great but he can be though he's he, he's he has potential he's shown
0: flashes of being really good yeah and that's what somebody said but he, but that, that, he, he can go get you 20
1: <laughs> yeah he can but but for what they need right now, he's doing a good job. He is. And he's he's, he, he's
0: hitting. He's he's hitting his shots when he's open. He's he's going to the bucket too. Yeah. You know, like when he's struggling, he's doing a really good job of not settling for that for that shot, and he's mm-hmm. he's going to the bucket, which I think is good. And yeah. I think
1: Brad Stevens had a had a, a locker room talk with them and told them, let let Jason do what he needs to do, because that's that's who we're relying on right now. Kimba can't have a a. A superstar game because it's gonna overshadow what Jason needs to do. Okay, because you know Kimba, Kimball was known for that in Charlotte. Oh, he was, yeah, he he was that guy. He was one hundred. So yeah. so now for him to have to assume a, a lower role, yeah, for them to, to succeed, I think he understands that and he accepts that fact. Yeah, well,
0: he hasn't won his entire career because he's been you know in Charlotte and now that he you know he's he's on a team that's a three seed in the playoffs and they, yeah. they've got a chance to really do do some things. So I think he's more willing to do that.
1: Yeah, so he's he's had to die down a lot, but I feel like he's he's done it effectively. Yeah, in a way that still flourishes for the team. Agreed. Uh, let's not also forget Marcus Smart is a decent defender. He's a
0: great defender. I think he is their best perimeter defender. Um,
1: Besides Jalen, yeah. Behind, well, in front of Jalen. Yeah, I, 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 I love Marcus
0: Smart, man. He he does such a good job uh, defensively, and you know, he's he's improved his jump shot. He's really <laughs> starting to kind of become a, a three and D guy. Yeah. And yeah, so I, I, I'm a I'm a Marcus Smart guy for sure.
1: Okay, I like that
0: one. So 76ers, uh, Tobias Harris for me. I think he's really got. to – I mentioned this earlier. He really needs to step up because there's no Ben Simmons at all. And yeah, and so I think he he really needs to to step up and he needs to hit shots. He really needs to he especially from three because he needs to kind of help extend the defense so Joel Embiid can do his stuff that he does down in the low post.
1: Yeah. So looking, so looking at, at, at Tobias's his stats right now, he's averaging nineteen and six, nineteen point six, and he's shooting forty seven percent from the field. Yeah, like that's solid. Which is, which is solid for him. Um, I would, I would also, eh, no, I can't, I can't. My X factor is, is is Joel.
0: Okay, why?
1: My X factor is Joel, and and you hear Shaq and Charles Barkley talk about it all the time. Joel has not tapped into his full potential.
0: Oh, agreed. Yeah.
1: He has not tapped into his full potential. He is supposed to be the big man of the league. Oh,
0: yeah, but he's and not. he
1: knows it. Everybody knows it. But he is not consistently putting out those 25 and 10 games that that they need. They And he's capable of it. We've seen him do it. And he's even come in post game like, I took y'all's word and advice, and I went into the gym this week, and I, I was determined to say, hey, I'm going to go out this week because we need these games and he dropped 30 and what 12. Yeah. So we know he's capable of doing it but he's got to do it every game from here on out for them to stay alive.
0: Agreed. To- totally agree with that.
1: So Joel Embiid is my X factor for the Sixers.
0: So yeah, I, that's that's a good point. What about the the Heat and the Pacers? So give me your your Heat X factor.
1: My Heat bam. bam.
0: Yeah, I've bam. got I don't have bam. I really thought I really thought about it.
1: It's got to be bam. But okay, cuz well, I don't, I don't see any other just when you gave, when you up, gave up Hassan Whiteside, you gave up a lot, and you, and you see, see what he's doing for the Blazers because he, he got he got some some quality defense last yeah, night. Yeah, he he's, of, he's
0: doing a really good job of protecting
1: the rim. So now, so now it's Bam's, Bam's duty, and when you, when you go, back, go back, to back to Kentucky, Bam, you're like, okay, because he, he was one of those he was one of those guys in the one and done era with Calipari. So yeah. Bam Bam is is a when he when also when he taps into what he what he yeah can
0: do. he's he's a really especially defensively he's really he coming to his own. Yeah. You know, I think at one point last night he had 4 points but his plus minus was plus 30. Yep. Which is really impressive and
1: and people yeah. overlook plus minus but it means a lot. It does. It means a lot. I, I think I, not, I think for I'm, some teams cause yeah. like
0: I I'm sure if you looked at Kemba Walker's plus minus when he was in Charlotte it was really bad cuz the team he was on was really bad, you know? Yeah. Even yeah. though I think that if you watch you'd be like okay like yeah like this, this dude can clearly play. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. But for me, it's it's Gordon Dragic. Ooh. I think they need another guard who can score. And I was gonna say like Tyler Hero or or a guy like that, but I just don't have as much faith in him because he's he's just he's younger, you know. He, he's a rookie. Like yeah, I also haven't seen him play a lot uh, throughout the regular season and everything, just because another Kentucky product. Yeah, and from what I have seen, I, he's gonna be you know, he's gonna be in the league for ten years because he can shoot. And yes. I think he's gonna develop offensively and end up being a really good player. But um, I like I like because he he is the point guard. I think they need another guard who can who can shoot well, we, and kind of help kind of carry the load with Jimmy Butler.
1: Well, we we saw a glimmer of light yesterday. We did, Duncan Robinson. We did. So. Well,
0: he we won't see that again. He was <laughs> he was crazy. He was I think he was seven of eight from three at one point.
1: Yeah. Three, three of three in free throw, Seven of eight from the field and twenty four points. So yeah, and yeah,
0: he. He tied the the Heat franchise record for threes hit in a playoff game. Yep. So I mean, he he played really well, but I mean, it's it's he's he's like I'm gonna come off a screen, catch and shoot guy, not not clear the floor. I've got a mismatch. He's a he's a Joel Engels, guy Kyle Korver type. Exactly. Of yeah. Whereas Dragic can he can get his own shot. He he can get to the bucket when he needs to. Yeah. yeah. I think that you know in order for them to upset, because I'm I think they're gonna end up winning this series. We talked about that earlier. Yeah, I, agree. I think that. I'm, this is, like, for the whole playoffs for me. So, I think that in order for them to beat Milwaukee in the next round, he, Gordon Dragic is going to have to play really well.
1: Ooh. So, so we talking, like, 30-point game. I don't
0: think. I think, like, if he can get 20, because, you know, Jimmy Butler's going to do his thing. Jimmy's going to get 30. Yeah. and But the thing is, like, they're going to put um, – I don't know who, who Milwaukee will have defend him. But, like, Dragic isn't going to get, you know, Milwaukee's best perimeter defender. You know, yeah. so I think he really has to kind of exploit that and do and do his thing. So, okay, yeah, what about the Pacers for you?
1: For me, the Pacers is is they're sketchy right now, in my opinion, because they were like, okay, TJ's playing hot, so let's feed him the ball. Now TJ's not playing hot anymore, <laughs> so that was streaky for them. Uh, Oladipo, like I said, is not a hundred percent, so he's only doing what he can do with the health he has right now. Um, If I, if I had, had to say, say For the Pacers Because I don't really I don't follow the Pacers Heavy Oh no, I don't think anybody
0: do. does unless, yeah. unless you're from Indiana
1: Exactly And and Nobody has since PG was in Indiana Back when they had Roy Hibbert and George Hill and Yeah All those guys they, had on that, they used on to give the heat roster.
0: some fits man
1: Yeah Definitely They were an Eastern Conference contender Every year So So let me see. Let me let me see. Let me go through here. Here,
0: while you're figuring it out, I I said T T J Warren, just because he has to play well for them to win, and you know, like twelve points won't cut it, like he had in game two. So I, I said T J Warren.
1: What are the Pacers doing? Look at their roster.
0: They they've got some guys not like Sabonis isn't playing. He is their their uh, All Star for the year. Yeah. So like they're they're missing a few pieces, but. Yeah,
1: I, 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 don't I don't understand, because I'm looking at the roster, and I'm like, look at these names on here. Uh, TJ Warren, Miles Turner, DeMontis Sabonis, of course you said he's, you know, Victor Oladipo, Doug McDermott, Dougie McBuckets, <laughs> TJ McConnell, TJ Leaf, Jeremy Lamb, Jeremy Lamb was a, he's a quality he's player. A quality he's player. Why are they not feeding Aaron Holiday, Justin Holiday, Malcolm Brogdon? Pacers the Pacers are not not living up to to their full potential here. I
0: just don't think they have a guy,
1: you know, and I can't even give them an X-factor. They, <laughs> they don't have one. They don't have one. They do funny. not have one. The Pacers will not make it past the first round. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, let's uh let's move to the West. So, um Rockets Thunder who who are your pick, whichever team you want for your your X-factor. Like just give me one.
1: Uh Thunder X Factor is is Stephen Adams. Yeah,
0: I agree, especially Steven especially Adams. in this series, being the only seven footer on the floor. Yep, I think he needs fifteen rebounds a night to really be effective.
1: Yep, even if he doesn't get like even if more he score, points, like he just needs fifteen. Rebounds. You know,
0: like he he should be able to rebound really well, and he I don't think he really has so far. So um,
1: I agree with that one. He he needs fifteen and,
0: off the board. yeah, and then for the Rockets. This guy's not playing yet, but I'm gonna go Westbrook. And mm, here's here's why I, I like think that, that one of two things has to happen for them to be successful with Westbrook. Option one: Westbrook has to shoot well, which I don't think is gonna happen.
1: He's a he's a midi person. He can't. He is, he's a midi person. Yeah. he doesn't do that just exceptionally well. He's like
0: just, he thinks he's a great. He thinks he can. He <laughs> thinks he's a great three point shooter, but he's not. And that's one of the problems that I have with him. Uh-huh. And with the way that the Rockets play, like you got to be able to hit from, from deep. Mm-hmm. And so he either has to understand that he's not, and he really has to focus on the more drive and kick aspect. Yeah. And so he's he's the X factor for them because like, they're playing really well right now, and I think that's partially due because you don't have a guy like Russell Westbrook out there on the floor.
1: Uh-huh. So for me, it's P.J. Tucker.
0: Okay, why? why is a, that?
1: He's in a, a very vulnerable spot right now with the way they have him playing. Okay, Cause that's this fair. Is, this is not his element. Yeah, I DJ agree. Tucker is a wing player. Yeah,
0: but they got him playing the five. But they
1: have him playing the five, <laughs> so he has to. He has to.
0: He he can do it though. He's he he's a he's a stronger player. Yeah, and obviously he's sh- he's Lights nowhere out. near tall enough. But he he stretches the floor, which is important for the way they play. Yeah, because like Stephen Adams can't just kind of sit in the paint; like he's got to move out, and which makes what, it easier that's to drive. That's what
1: he has to expose here. He has to he has to expose Stephen Adams' inability to guard. Yeah, the perimeter. Agreed. So for PJ Tucker, that's that's he's my X factor for the Rockets. Okay,
0: that's good. That's yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. So uh, next we got the the Nuggets and the Jazz, who are your 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 X factor for the. For the Jazz?
1: Rudy Gobert.
0: Ooh, I do not have Rudy
1: Gobert. Rudy Gobert. If if you're an all-team, all-first-team defensive player, you, you have to play like it, night in, night out. Yeah, I, yeah that's night fair. Night in, night out. Because you're... Especially since he's guarding Jokic. That's that's my thing. If you're guarding Jokic, and he knows you're a first. Everybody knows Rudy Gobert is a first-team defensive player. In order for us to and I say us and I'm talking about the jazz from a like a, a inside perspective in order for us to move past the the nuggets Rudy Gobert has to get like exceptionally great defense he has to hold Jokic to like under 15 points and under 10 rebounds I don't think he can do that but yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's 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 and I know that's a that's a hard a hard bargain but if if they don't stop Jokic and Jamal's gonna Jamal's gonna stay hot for probably another three, or four games. Yeah. So if they don't stop Jokic or at least limit him, they're not gonna make it to the next round.
0: That's fair. So for for the so the Jazz for me it's it's Jordan Clarkson. Oh. And because I think that they need a guy coming in off the bench who can score, and Jordan Clarkson can fill that role. Yep. And he he did in game two, and I think that's why they won. I think he finished with. I know he had at least twenty. I think he had twenty. And so I think he he's important there. You know, he's another guy who can shoot mm-hmm. and who who can get his own shot, which is really important in the playoffs. Yeah. So I, I'll Jordan Clarkson is the the X factor for the Jazz for me. Okay. So.
1: Um, nuggets. Nuggets. For me. Jamal. Yeah. Jamal. I knew that one was coming. It's Jamal. Jamal has to be their X factor because, um. Jamal is that kid that that was making like b's like low b's in school and then all of a sudden he got a couple a's so it's like okay we know you can do it we know you we know you can get a's now so let's see if you can get enough a's to boost your gpa
0: that makes sense okay so so that's a really good analogy that's good he's
1: he's an average player who can make good game who can have good games yeah so so Jamal Murray has to has to, to level up and become an honor roll student. Okay. Like a like a, a a, a, B honor roll, not just all B's. he, he yeah. has to be an A B honor roll okay. student. Okay. <laughs> I, I can I can take a I can tolerate a couple of, of B plus games from you, but I need I need some A's in there. Okay. I need some A's in there. So I know that's a tough analogy. No, that's hey. good. I like it.
0: That's good. So for me it's it's Michael Porter Jr. So, oh yeah, I forgot about it. Yeah, I think <laughs> Especially when he's on the floor with Jokic, he, he needs to be able to shoot because yes. they can't – you know, Jokic needs that, that – he needs the paint open to kind of do what he does. Mm-hmm. So I think Michael Porter Jr. is important because he, he, he can stretch the floor for them. Yeah. He can score. Like, he can get his own shot. Like,
1: people – you have to go back and, and understand. You have to go back to his highlights to understand. Like he
0: was he was the number one play, number one high school player in the country when he came out. He got to Missouri. He played like two games, and then he got hurt, and he's never really been healthy. And played under Brandon Roy. Yeah, Let's, like he's <laughs> he's finally healthy, and look, he, he can play like, and he needs to be their third option. I think, mm-hmm. and he's I think he's good enough to do that if he can, you know average fifteen. I I'd, I'd be that I think that's more than enough for them to to win this series. Okay, and, what, and give the Clippers
1: a lot. Yeah, what do you think about uh bow bo?
0: I like bo, bo I think he's going to be good. I think he needs to add a little bit of weight. Yeah. Right? Like, I think he's yeah. he's too skinny. And so, That's I think. he's not going to hold up.
1: In the, even though he's playing stretch. He like, is. He's he playing is. stretch. But, he still, but I, need, I think, he still needs that. I
0: think it's important for him defensively. Okay. You know, in order to, to guard some of these guys. and but look, when he
1: gets bodied, if he gets hurt, it's.
0: Yeah, exactly. And for longevity as well. and. Yes. I think that he, when he finally does break through and they start playing him a little more, I think he's gonna be, he's gonna be important because like, you, like you said, like he he can stretch the floor, he can finish around the bucket, he's a he's a good passer as well. Yep. So yeah, I I I think Bobo's gonna end up being really good.
1: So. Okay. So yeah. I, I like the MPJ. I like the MPJ uh, take. I like that. So
0: uh, Clippers Mavericks, give me your uh, your Clippers X factor.
1: Clippers X factor will be Lou Will.
0: Okay. I, yes, I like Blue this. Wheel. He. I didn't pick him, but I, I like Blue this.
1: Uh, being that he, we, we're not gonna go deep into it, but he came into the bubble late. Well, he stepped out the bubble and came back, and he. We didn't see. Lemon a couple, Pepper Lou, <laughs> <laughs> Magic City Lou, but um, yeah, he, he. In order for him and the Clippers to, because we know they're gonna, we know they're gonna outlast the Mavericks. It's just that. Use this as a a propeller into the next like a like a like a trampoline into the next round. This needs yeah. to be y'all's this needs to be y'all's like okay let's get everything together in this round because we know we're gonna win it or we expect to win it but let's 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 get everything in order before we get to the next to the next level. Yeah. Because if you're not if you're not set up for the next the next round it's gonna look. It's pretty. gonna be tough. Yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna be tough for them. So
0: here's my my Clippers X factor, and I think if you watch Game One versus Game Two, I think it's fairly obvious why I chose this guy, Patrick Beverly. Yes. Because he's a he's a great defender. Definitely. And he gave Luca problems in Game One. He gives everybody problems. He as does. Much,
1: as much crap as he talks.
0: I love Patrick he, Beverly.
1: He's a great def- like great, great defender. defender. He's a great. He's great.
0: a, a first team All Defense guy. Yes. And look. You know, Luca turned the ball over eleven times in Game One, only turns it over once in Game Two, and I think that's largely in part to the fact that Patrick, Patrick Beverly didn't play. You know, mm-hmm. he's just—he's annoying. He's annoying. That's what he is. <laughs> he and, is irritating. You know, he gets up underneath guys. He talks. He gets under guys' skin, and I just think that he's important. He gives them more of an edge just because of the way that he talks. Mm-hmm. So he's—I think he is their their. Ex-factor. I think
1: Patrick Beverly took the Grizzlies out of the playoffs. Why is that? If he had, if he, if he and PG hadn't have of taunted Dame. Oh, I don't yeah. think Dame would have won. Totally his crazy. agree. So, so I blame Pat Beverly for the Grizzlies not in okay. the playoffs.
0: And then, <laughs> so for the Mavs, my X factor is Trey Burke. Yes. And here's why. I like this take. So Trey Burke rarely plays with, when Luke is on the floor. Right. Mm-hmm. So his role is to play man Is yeah. So he he's the point guard when, when Luke is sitting for you know ten fifteen minutes however long he's going to sit every mm-hmm. game. And a lot of the Mavericks' offense is dependent on dribble pe- penetration, yep. which Trey Burke has done a really good job of doing, and he has to continue to do that in order for them to continue to give the Clippers fits. That, and he's shooting the ball really well. Like he-, he needs to continue to shoot well.
1: He's a pure shooter in my opinion. He can shoot. Trey Trae- Burke is – is. I haven't seen a, a game where he just got into a, a, a drought where he was like, okay, this guy – is a lid on the rim for him. Yeah. Trey Burke is is and he's oh it, when you when you first saw him in college well when I first saw him in college he was a he was a go to player oh yeah but now he's playing backup but he's playing it well oh yeah
0: he's he's a good bench guy like he's definitely a guy so who he could, has to
1: produce off the bench for the Mavericks
0: he could definitely develop into a 6 man of the year candidate every year I think he's he's good enough to do so, so, that yeah
1: I I agree that that Trey Burke is the X factor for the Mavericks
0: yeah so. Last series, before we go and look at the, the lottery that happened last night. Yeah. Um, who is your – actually, I'm, I'm going to go first year. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, go for it. So, Lakers X Factor is KCP slash Danny Green.
1: <laughs> slash.
0: So, one of those two guys every night needs to hit three or four threes in yeah. order for them to win. Because the Lakers are going to out-rebound everybody they play just just because of their size. It does. but. They can't shoot, and that was why they lost game one, right? Like, they had yes. plenty of open shots, and they just they couldn't make them. Couldn't make them. And, you know, D- Danny Green's really their only true three-point specialist, but KCP is more than capable of knocking them down as well. So I think in order for them to win, like, those two guys have to shoot well.
1: If I had to put the ball in either one of their hands, though, I'm putting it in Danny's before I put it in KCP.
0: I agree. Not, not last night, man. K- KCP shot lights out last night. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on the, the Danny Green thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cause Danny Danny was on that Raptors team last year, and Danny he was. had some Danny had some some swing outs that
0: he had he had a couple. Uh, here's here's my my Danny Green take. Cause, <laughs> Go for cause it. Because people in the NBA really care about Danny Green. Yeah. And uh, so you know, in, I guess it was 2014, the year when they beat the Heat in five. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the for the in the finals, Danny Green was like lights out, lights out, man. Like shot super well, and ever since then, I think he's been overrated. I don't think. Like he's as good of a shooter as most people do. Like I think he's like an average, thirty-three to thirty-five percent. Oh yeah, he's guy. no he's no not, Ray not, Allen. Not not forty percent.
1: He's no Ray Allen. So
0: yeah, I, I'm not not as big on Danny Green. Like he's he's a good defender. Don't think he's a great one. So I I just don't, I don't think, think he's just. So I don't think he's as great as what other people think.
1: Okay, I like that one. I like that one. I agree with it because Danny Green isn't just. He doesn't he doesn't get into that that, swing of. Bang seven threes a game. Bang six threes a game. Yeah. Bang. I may have a three 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 a game. You'll see that out of here. Yeah. You'll see see three threes a game, but you're not gonna see those like borderline record breaking. Yeah. From Danny Green. I agree. So yeah, I I'd say he's he's slightly above average. That's fair. That's slightly above average for for a three point shooter for a wingman. So
0: yeah, who who's your X factor for the Lakers?
1: For the Lakers, my X factor is. Hmm Caruso. Ooh. Caruso. Why is that? Caruso is a is a He he feel he's a fill in the gap player. Okay. He's a fill in the gap player because there's no there's no Rondo. Yeah. So so LeBron is having to, to play a facilitator role, which he can do, but that's not his game. That's not his, his priority focus when he plays. Okay. So for Caruso, it's gotta be, you know. Uh get, those, uh, get those those, those, hustle, those loose hustle for those loose balls. Yeah, yeah. Grab, grab those steals. steals. Uh, catch, catch a couple backdoor back door layups. layups. Mm-hmm. Not not, not, not alleys. I don't need I don't need <laughs> you, I don't need you going crazy and then then putting yourself in an in an injury predicament. But but I need you to I need you to do those little things that nobody else may be doing.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I, I like that. That's that's a good take. So Blazers, who is your guy?
1: Mm, okay, so CJ is not hundred, but he's still getting buckets. Dame, Dame does what Dame does. It's mellow. Yeah, that's what I got. <laughs> I think it's mellow. Mello. He's
0: got to continue to hit those those open corner it's threes. Mello. That's kind of his that's his role, you know, and he needs to play and solid I think, defense.
1: I think they're uh I think the the Lakers are under undermining. Not undermining, but like they're underestimating Melo right now. Because they're kind of playing off of him. Yeah. They're lagging off on defense on him. So when they get to a point where it's like I'm I'm seeing Melo open a lot in the corner. Let's let's see if we can kick a little more that way yeah and when when Melo gets like maybe two or three shots shots or he hits that 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 little shoulder shoulder fake into (laughs) that midi he's got and and if 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 Melo starts eyeing that 10 to 15 point range they'll take him a little more seriously
0: I agree Yeah, yeah totally so with that let's move to the the NBA draft lottery I've got it pulled up so Minnesota lands the number one overall pick.
1: <laughs> How? I don't know. That's just the way the cookie crumbles Which if, you've,
0: if, you've, if you've listened to the pod at all in like the last month, <laughs> me and ZG have made it perfectly clear that, you know, if you get drafted by Minnesota, then you're automatically a bust.
1: Wow. Wow. <laughs> And that's a, that. That's true. Like, it's fact. If
0: you, yeah, I'm sorry. I feel bad for whoever After Minnesota drafted. There,
1: there was no more. Th- none. <laughs> nobody's. There was no more uh, uh,
0: Timberwolves. Uh, Golden State got the number two pick, but Woj has said that if you don't know who that is, he's one Adrian of the. He's one of the best NBA reporters ever. You ever. know, he he works for ESPN. He's great. He said just to kind of be on the lookout for Golden State to maybe trade that pick. There's so just hmm. kind of watch out for that, and I, I there's no definite number one this year, so I'm really kind of interested to see who Minnesota takes. Yeah, but you know, yeah, and Charlotte, Charlotte got got the number three pick, Chicago four, Cleveland five, the New York, the New York Knicks fell all the way to eight. They're they're
1: constantly getting disappointed. They can't catch a break, man. They cannot it's great. Ca- to save their lives, bro. I know Spike Lee, even though he's not really big on them this season, I know he's kind of at the house like again.
0: Yeah. It's Again? they just can't catch a break man. It's great.
1: Yeah. I I I feel like that the lottery shouldn't be like a like the lottery lottery like we we roll the, the balls in the wheel and I kind of like it
0: cuz it it keeps teams from tanking. Okay. okay. Which is like that's why they do it, which I guess it's fair, but
1: but at the same time this is this is like need based. <laughs> the Timberwolves do need people, but I don't think that they need people as much as the Knicks need people. I mean, their
0: their record was worse, to be fair. Okay, but okay. yeah, so that's, that's so, the lottery. So, so who do you who do you see going first?
1: Because every, every few days it changes. Yeah.
0: So I, I don't think Lamelo will go
1: one. I don't think so. Even
0: though I kind of hope he does, because I think it'd be that'd be like I don't want him to go. One. That that'd be the worst defensive team ever up in Minnesota, <laughs> right? Like Lamelo is
1: Lamelo is a young James Harden.
0: Maybe I I haven't seen Lamelo play enough to really know,
1: but he has that that obscure style of play too. That's fair, And he's not just a – I mean, he's he's gotten a little – slightly better at defense. But he's not – he's if, – if, if I'm being guarded by LaMelo, I want the ball. <laughs> I want the ball.
0: Agreed. And, I like, the they'd be the worst defensive team ever if he got drafted to Minnesota. Oh, I was talking yeah. to my buddy Colt last night, and that's what he said. And I was like, yeah, because, like, Carl Anthony Towns, not a great defender. D'Angelo Russell can't defend. LaMelo Ball can't defend. Nope. I just think it'd be great. But I think it's going to be um, – <laughs> The guy out of Georgia, I believe his last name is like Anthony, Anthony Edwards. Edwards. Yeah, yeah. I think it's gonna be him. I think James Wiseman goes number two. James Wiseman's gonna be really good, so uh, yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. see. But yeah,
1: shout out, to, shout out to Penny Hardaway on that recruit because his James hard, hard uh, James Wiseman, my bad, uh, James Wiseman is a, a quality big man.
0: He is. He's he's solid. Um, I think the thing for him to be. A great NBA player is to kind of extend his range a little bit. Yep. Could develop that, that three-point shot. That's kind of the yeah. thing for him that I'll that's be looking for. That's becoming a thing in the NBA. It you know? is. It's really the stretch, important. The stretch big man. you got to be able to shoot. shoot. If you can't shoot, you can't play in the NBA. Nope. So, yeah.
1: My my take is is, is man man one, 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 Ant-1, Ant-Man, Ant-Man 1, Wiseman 2, Melo 3. That's Yeah, that's the way I think it'll go.
0: Which, oh my gosh. LaMelo Ball playing for Charlotte, playing for Michael Jordan's team.
1: Oh, and then it'll be LaMelo, Malik Monk, and who else? Oh, Miles uh <laughs> Miles Bridges. Miles Bridges. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And with a little bit of, of of Devontae Graham and Dwayne Bacon on the side. <laughs> Which is not a bad they just can't put it together. Agreed. They can't put it together. Agreed. Oh my
0: gosh. And then uh, So yeah, with that we're gonna move to the <clears throat> we're gonna move to the the MLB. So this has been a hot topic. It's it's calmed down a bit. Uh, we just haven't done a podcast in two. I haven't done a podcast in two weeks. That's why we're talking about it. Uh, Tatis Jr. swinging three zero up seven in like the eighth. He hits a grand slam. Rangers manager gets butt hurt. That I hope the Rangers lose every game that they play for the rest of the season because of that. Because I think that's just soft.
1: <laughs> it is soft. Um, swinging on a three zero is like a uh unofficial like. It's an
0: unwritten rule. Like it's an unwritten rule. Okay, so for those of y'all who don't know, if you're up by six or more after the sixth inning or later, and you get a three zero count, and you're the team winning, you're not supposed to swing. But like that's
1: like that's like going up in a in a basketball game and running the clock out at the end, but but going for a slam. Maybe and you're you're up by like oh like that's 21. It's seen like that, but like and, it's and not coach, like that. coach tells you hold the ball, and it's like no forget that. I'm finna I'm just finna get buckets just because. Yeah.
0: I definitely like the same thing, except, like, like in that situation, there's no way the other team's coming back. Whereas here, <laughs> yeah. like, you still have, like, six outs to get. So. Yeah, I feel it. Like, the Rangers could still come back. Because, like, here's the thing, like, you know, Tatis could have swung at that, grounded out into a, a, a double play. The Rangers score four runs, and all of a sudden they're down by three. You know? And, like, it, it's a yeah. game all of a sudden, right? And. It's just but like, why would
1: you want somebody to stop playing?
0: Exactly, like, like we talk about all all the time in sports, wanting these athletes to like, to, to throw like the the uh, knockout blow, right? To like, yeah. to like put the other team out of commission. And but like, we can't hold them to the same standard in baseball because some people are gonna get mad. Like, come on now,
1: that's crazy. I mean, we've we've already seen some 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 odd stuff as it is. We've seen some hit by pitches. Yep. Which I mean. Are they justified? Yes, to an extent, yes. Yes. <laughs> but should we be doing it? Probably not. But at the same time it's like, okay. This is a this, what y'all did has caused a chain reaction across the league. I'm I'm
0: all for throwing at the Astros. Just 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 don't throw it at their head. You know, that's, yeah, that's I'm, the I'm only not thing. I'm not
1: I'm not putting the kill shot out on you, man. I am just trying to get a point across that hey, what you did was wrong and I don't think that they reprimanded y'all hard enough. So Agreed. Catch 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 this uh <laughs> catch this knuckle to the to the elbow and <laughs> keep it pushing. <laughs> keep it pushing.
0: So um with that, let's we're gonna move so this doesn't need to be said, but we're gonna say it. Um Reds announcer don't even know his name. Don't really care. To know his name. It's
1: like Thomas Thomas Brennigan or something like that. He's not important. He had like he made
0: some anti-gay slur. So that's that's in the news. Um, Which is uncalled for. Un, can't say can't say stuff like that in 2020. Um,
1: everybody knows that even even though the FCC hasn't said you know that's that's you can't say that on can't. on commentary. And that's an understood thing. You don't you don't say you
0: don't it. and. He's probably gonna lose his job. He'll he'll be looking for a new one.
1: Oh yeah, he's suspended right now, but he'll he'll be gone. Yeah, he
0: he'll, he'll be, be looking, looking for a new job here. He'll in have a to few go weeks. to a smaller market. So if
1: nobody in a major market is gonna. So,
0: so, so if you're looking for a play-by-play guy, this, <laughs> yeah, is, your this guy. is your guy.
1: This is your guy. <laughs> <laughs> the world's greatest podcast. That's right. Hey, uh, Jonathan might have a career right out that's of college. Right, yeah. <laughs> so uh,
0: so we're gonna wrap today's pod up by looking just just doing like a quick glance over. The baseball's uh, division leaders to sort of it. start in the AL East. Surprisingly, the Tampa Bay Rays are leading the AL East.
1: I'm not surprised. Oh, not surprised. I am.
0: The Yankees were. They are really good this year. They. they the Yankees have lost three in a row. Mm-hmm. That won't happen for much longer. Nope. Um, the Yankees are still going to win this division. I'm not too, too worried about it. Even though we're almost halfway through the season. We're like 25 games in.
1: I'm sad because – Let's let's. For those who who don't know, which you should tune into my podcast, I'm a Red Sox fan. We're at the bottom of the division right now. Y'all just
0: don't have the pitching, man. No we pitching. Don't. The, we, the don't the have, Orioles, we don't have Orioles bullpen. The more. Orioles are 12 and 13. Yeah, Toronto's 12 and 11. Yeah,
1: I, I don't I don't like the way this is panning out for us. We shouldn't have gave up Mookie, and I'm gonna keep saying that until the end of time. We shouldn't have gave up Mookie. Well, a, he wanted to leave. He's having a good season. So I get that. I get that. But at the same time, we had enough money to keep that man. You could <laughs> have you 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 could have accommodated whatever he was he I I've seen enough of Mookie to know he's not a uh a, a picky player or a uh player that complains a lot. Yeah. Y'all could have accommodated him in in the sense of, hey, let's see if we can we can snag a couple of guys from some some not so great teams but they're great players yeah. to help him out. So now so we have and don't get me wrong these are still good guys but they can't, they can't all do what Moogie was doing. Jackie Bradley,
0: solid player, great Bog- defender. Xander Bogarts. Xander is a great player. I love Xander Bogarts.
1: Um, who else do we have out there right now? Benny Baseball. Benny. Benny, Benny, Benny bomb. bomb. Benny Bomb. Shout out to to the to the, to the Hogs, <laughs> the, the Diamond Hogs. Um, but yeah, that's that's for the most part that's about it. We don't have any pigeons, so we have to wait until <laughs> whenever we can get a a, a great pitcher again because we had some. But I mean, we just don't have anybody right now. We're all of my teams that I like are in rebuilds right now, reconstruction. The, the Thunder are reconstructing. The Red Sox are reconstructing. Now the Bruins are not terrible, but nobody really follows well, around our our parts. Nobody really follows hockey too heavily. Yeah. But I'm a Bruins fan too, so I'm a I'm a Boston type of guy. Even though the Celtics are not my favorite so you, team, but I do like. So are you
0: are you a Patriots fan? fan?
1: Yes, I am. Okay.
0: This is gonna be Donovan's last time on the podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's been a great ride, you guys. It, I, I've enjoyed it, but but yeah. Anyways, uh, the camp the Cam Newton take really quickly, even though we're talking about baseball. Yeah, go, go for it. Um, we'll have a winning season, but we won't we won't go to to conference or or we might not make it past divisional playoffs. I don't
0: even know if y'all are gonna make the playoffs, man. To be honest with you. <laughs> we,
1: we we're probably. I mean, Cam Newton is is gonna be a revenue bringer. He's gonna bring tickets oh yeah. Sales. He's gonna bring ticket sales, but. He's, he's not, not gonna have a, a great first season. I agree, and he's only on a one year contract, so
0: yeah, which is fair. I, I think that's it probably is a fair. Good Robert
1: Robert Kraft made a good decision on that. One of the few good decisions he's made recently, <laughs> but he made a good decision on that one. So, anyways, back to back to to baseball. My guys are at the bottom of the standings, so I don't really care what happens right now in the MLB. <laughs> okay. That's fine.
0: Um, so. Next, uh, Minnesota is winning the AL Central, which is not a surprise. Me and ZG were on that. Twins are are, especially ZG. They're all around good. They can hit, man. Their their run differential this so far this year is plus thirty nine, which is really impressive. And they're they're good, man. Uh, C- Cleveland's in second at sixteen nine. The White Sox have really picked it up here recently. They won five in a row. Yep. And hey, they
1: they they've had a little swinging spree. Yeah, here man. These last Luis, few games. Luis
0: Roberts looks really good. He's played really well for them. He's their their big name rookie. He's gonna win AL Rookie of the Year. Yep. And then uh, I
1: like Tim Anderson from the White Sox. Yeah,
0: he's good. He brings a nice swagger to the game. Yeah, I yeah, like he does. him a lot. So, and. Um, Nobody cares about the Royals or the Tigers this year because they're not very good. <laughs> not at all. So let's, let's keep it moving.
1: Yeah, so, the A's.
0: Yeah, the A's are definitely a surprise. They're they're 18-8 and eight right now. But Houston's coming. Houston's won eight in a row. <sighs> They've won nine of their last they ten. They should
1: vacate this whole season. They should vacate all their wins. <laughs> they should vacate them all. Nah,
0: they are... I, I still think they end up winning the West. They're only two and a half games back. Mm-hmm. Even though Oakland it's is doable. really good, oh, Oakland's been playing really well. So we'll see. I, I still like Houston to win that division, though.
1: Will the Mariners ever have another good season?
0: I mean, I, I'm sure. I mean, just based off math, it's bound to happen at some point. I still think it'll be anytime soon.
1: <laughs> They're going to cheat the algorithm and, and something.
0: <laughs> so
1: Okay, I, I rock with it.
0: And then you got you got the NL East, which is just weird because this is where all the COVID stuff stuffs happened. Like uh, Miami's only played eighteen games, which all these te- they just haven't played as many games. But uh, the Braves are winning this division right now; they're fourteen and eleven. And then the Marlins are in second, and they're nine and nine, which is so funny.
1: <laughs> but it's based off of technicality. Yeah, it's not a it's not it's a it's not a, a real uh, second place genuine nine and nine. So yeah, so
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on that.
1: Nationals are at the bottom of their division.
0: Yes, they, Which is yeah, I was on that. Shout out to me. We did a whole baseball special, and I was just talking about how the the Nationals weren't going to make the playoffs this year.
1: Yeah, they were a one hit wonder.
0: But I did say that the Phillies would win the division, and they're they're down at the bottom with them. So, but they're better than the Nationals. So hey,
1: I think that's Bryce Harper's thing. Even if we don't win the division, we just got to play better than the Nationals. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so next we got the the, the NL Central. The Cubs. Uh, the Cubs are 16-8. and eight. I was on that.
1: <laughs> you got some good calls this and
0: year. St. Louis is in second. They've only played 14 games, though. Um, Milwaukee's been okay. Elch hasn't played too, too great. Cincinnati, I, their bullpen's just bad. I wish yeah. I kind of wish ZG was here so we could hear him get upset about it. <laughs> but he
1: is a Reds fan. I forgot about that. He's a huge
0: Reds fan. And... He was so confident in them winning one of the division. And, oh yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. And then the Pirates have won four games.
1: <laughs> the Pirates. Which yeah, they're they're definitely
0: rebuilding. So I guess yeah,
1: when you when you let go of McCutcheon and a couple other guys, uh, it's 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 rebuild time. It's rebuild time. And
0: then uh, the Dodgers. wrapping up with the NL West. Dodgers look really good. They look really good.
1: But but surely surely coming up behind them.
0: Yep, San Diego. He's... Is he's he's ridiculous? Do
1: you think this is pure hitting or is it? He's else? he's
0: really good, man. Pure hitting. He's a, he's just a good player. He's a great defender. Uh, leads the league in home runs, RBIs, and, and stolen uh, bases.
1: Stolen bases. So I mean, like
0: he's just he's really good at what he does, you know. And like, he's he, he'll
1: he'll if he keeps this up,
0: he'll calm down at some point. Like, I don't think he'll keep this up for the whole season. He's just on a hot streak right now.
1: So it's a TJ Warren type of deal.
0: Yeah. I, I think it's a little more. It's like. Uh, it's like I'm trying to think of a solid player to kind of compare him to. It's kind of like a it's it's he's Jason Tatum when Jason Tatum gets hot.
1: Ooh, I like that. That's probably the best like way to put okay. it. Okay.
0: So and then Colorado came out the gate hot, but they've really kind of cooled off. Uh, I don't know what Charlie Blackman's hitting anymore. I want to see though because he was hitting 500 a couple of weeks ago. So let me look that up. Real quick. I think that's gone down substantially. Oh, it probably has. <laughs> I just want to see. Where's baseball reference at? Oh, I typed in the wrong thing. Duh, but oh, he's he's hitting 424 right now, which is still ridiculously good. So yeah.
1: It's a couple steps down, but I mean, hopefully he is
0: 400 this year because I really I don't think anybody's ever gonna get 400 again over a 162 game season. So no. hopefully you know somebody does it this year. You know, so yeah. Okay. But all right, that's all I got. You got anything else that you want to talk about before we we wrap it up here?
1: Uh, not anything at the moment that comes to the head. All let's, right, let's let's take it out.
0: So let me go ahead and thank you for for coming on today. I'm definitely uh, thank you definitely gonna have to have you come on again.
1: <laughs> thank you, sir. It so. is a pleasure to be on the world's greatest podcast, <laughs> OT Takes. Yeah, I will forever call it that too. Anytime you hear me address OT Takes, it will be the world's greatest podcast.
0: <laughs> Yeah, so thank you again for coming on. Um, I'm gonna try and be a little more consistent with the with the uploads. We're gonna try Same. and go back to to Monday, Wednesday, Friday.
1: Especially right now. I don't now. know about Monday, Wednesday, Friday for Cause me because I have a couple. I have a couple more things to juggle than you right now. That's but, fair. But I, I'll try and push out one, maybe two a week. So
0: yeah, I'm I'm gonna try to. We're gonna try and get back on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. ZG will hopefully be back on Monday. ZG, we miss you, buddy. And um. Yeah, it's been good. So thank you guys so much for listening. Um, Go follow us on Twitter at OTTakes. Follow us on Instagram at Overtime underscore Takes. Leave a review. Like, let us know how we're doing. Um, Yeah, and then subscribe to the podcast or follow or depending on what your platform allows you to do. So once again, thank you guys for listening. This has been Overtime Takes.